What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode six of the Reactor Core. I had to look at my notes there to make sure I had the right number. We just looked it up too. Uh, <laughs> this is our. This is one of our, I guess, special podcasts that we can do. Mm-hmm spoiler casts reaction videos whatever big movie blockbuster thing comes out that we want to talk about we can talk about it here on this that's why it hasn't been a weekly show and that's why i have no idea what number this was supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) this is episode six of the reactor core uh and we are going to be talking about captain marvel the new uh installment to the marvel cinematic universe my name is kyle springer Melissa Wilkinson is joining me today. Melissa, how are you? I'm good today, Kyle. I hope you are also well. I'm very tired, actually. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why, but I um... got like four hours of sleep last. I, I just was not tired. And then like 1.30 in the morning, it was like, hey, guess what? You're hungry. Go no! eat a sandwich. No! Go oh, go get more food. Worst. Go get more oh. stuff to to. to keep you up later uh so i finally got to sleep at like four something and then had to be up for work so i am over caffeinated and i'm on my way down oh Oh, oh boy (laughs) okay this is gonna be a tough mission then it's it's gonna be a good time because i'm excited to be here Mm -hmm. uh we just mentioned that i well so when i was talking about this with you earlier this week uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we've only done Marvel films on this show. And then we were like, no, we did Solo, uh, 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 the, the the Star Wars movie, which is better than a lot of people remember it to be. Um, I had a fun time. Yeah, I wasn't was on that episode because I couldn't make it, but this is my review now. It's fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Melissa's late review. Um, but then we were sent down to figure out what episode number this was. And I was like, oh, we also did Incredibles 2. So it's like, we thought we did only Marvel stuff. And then we were like, oh, no, we only did Disney stuff. And then I was like, oh, The Incredibles. And then we're like, well, that's also kind of Disney 2. It's Pixar, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So here we are with yet again another (laughs) Marvel film. (laughs) Well, we're thinking about doing this for Shazam. So he will be. And I want to do Hellboy. Yeah. Well, I think the okay. They will be our pioneers then for their respective fields. Yeah, Uh, and then hopefully down the road we can do a Netflix show. I'd like to do something like that eventually. Okay. Who knows? Or Netflix movie or something. I could definitely do one for Good Omens. Ooh, is is that going to be on Netflix? That's an Amazon Prime thing, but I I forget off the top of my head the date or like. How long the thing is. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, Captain Marvel, <laughs> let's yes. let's get down to business with that. Uh this is gonna be our kind of spoiler cast mm-hmm. uh for this. So if you guys have not seen the movie yet, uh I highly encourage you to go check it out. Just real quick thoughts. It's a fun time. Uh definitely worth a watch good blockbuster action film thing uh so yeah i say go check it out but here on out Mm -hmm. i think is our spoiler thing we'll just get right in in, in, into it so spoiler alert 
uh, is what we are about to do now. Um, Melissa, tell me about your experience going to see this. What did you do? What did you wear? Where'd you go? <laughs> who'd, who'd you go with? I went with my friend Jack. We are superhero movie going buddies. Nice. And we decided to dress as 90s as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like one of those stretchy choker necklaces and it has an alien charm on it. And I had this like, not holographic, but like super sparkly, like luminescent, like lip gloss on. And I had a big scrunchie and I had this like denim shirt and my older brother graduated high school the same year this movie takes place. And that's the kind of shirt he was wearing in his senior pictures. So it is go. authentic. Good stuff. We went Saturday Oops. morning because. Keep talking. Oops. Don't mind me. Okay. Video listeners <laughs> will know what just happened. <laughs> or I guess video watchers. Yeah. Yeah. And we went Saturday morning because we've found that sometimes when we try to make a movie on like, oh, let's see it as soon as possible. And we go on like a Thursday or a Friday night. We're too tired and we have a nice time, but then we don't retain anything that happens in the movie. Uh -huh. so let's do a Saturday morning one this time. Okay. And How did it that was, work out. It worked out pretty well. It was nice. It was just very, very rainy and stormy on Saturday. Was the theater full? Oh, it was pretty pretty full i think it's, yeah. it's just weird to me that someone would go in the morning to to go it, see it and then well, on 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 top of that the rain i feel like would deter the like oh it's raining out let's just stay in and rent something instead you know it wasn't morning morning like we left in the morning but we did like lunch first and you know drove out there so we ended up going to a movie at like 12 30 or one morning for a weekend okay. when normally we would want to sleep in but gotcha. it was an average size theater. It was not normally, it was not noticeably under or overpacked. Well, it can't be overpacked. It can just be packed, just 100% full. There's no above 100% mm -hmm. in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that it was really rainy and really storming outside gave us one, <laughs> one of the best movie going experiences I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Which is that. When Captain Marvel, one of the times she blasts somebody with her space hand powers, it is specifically after the guy tries to crush her with a pinball machine in the Just a Girl fight. Yeah. She blasts him with her space hand and then the electricity in the building cuts out. No. <laughs> and they get the power, they, they get the lights back on pretty quickly, just like a, a couple seconds. Uh -huh. But then it took them a while to get the film back and for, so it's a power back pretty immediately. Couple minutes after that, the sound comes back on, but the picture doesn't. So oh, we're just listening. Worst. We're listening to the rest of the fight scene, and then like the manager comes out and she's like, "Hey guys, I'm sorry. We're gonna rewind it. How far back were you?" And they are re like rewinding the movie. <laughs> and did, did, like, did, did you guys have to be like, "All right, stop, stop, stop," to the yeah, like, guy that's up like, there? And it's not like backwards motion. It's just like, here's a still, here's a still, here's a still. And we're trying to guess like, oh, th that looks right. Yeah. So we started. <laughs> so and we we went That's back ridiculous. too far. So there were like six or seven minutes of the movie. We just got to watch again. And then 
they didn't turn the lights, like the theater lights back off weirdly until like the middle of the end credits. Oh <laughs> like, think, man. He like forgot they were That's on. A they bummer. were They weren't that bright. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I'm like, Oh, you guys completely forgot about these lights. Didn't you? <laughs> I've, I've, I've only ever had something like that happen to me twice in mm-hmm. my life. Once I remember I was really young. I went to go see, do you know the movie, the phantom is also like a superhero pulp action thing when i was really young i remember just like 10 minutes in the whole like power went out in the whole building Uh, and this was like before cell phones so we couldn't like you know like use them to see so that was just like what is happening what's going on uh and then there was another movie i don't remember what it was but it was a movie they were showing on film and the film burned up it like <laughs> like, like yeah like chemically just wow. like <sighs> wow and they like gave us a refund but that's that's neat though it sounds like it was in adventure despite all of the <laughs> problems yeah <laughs> the only other time something like that has happened to me was okay my older brother and i went to see the village which I feel like is a movie somebody's going to make fun of us for trying to go see. But the power cut out. I have not seen it since I was like 14 and it came out, but I think I liked it as a 14 year old. It, like the power cuts out like 20 or 30 minutes into the movie. And my brother turned. No, it wasn't the whole power. It was just the film itself. Like the Weird. lights were still on. My brother turns to me and he's like, what if this is the twist? What if there is no movie? It's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I ended up going opening night. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's they do that weird thing where they say it opens on Friday, but you could really go see it Thursday night. Like there is no more midnight releases yeah. anymore. Like the the mid the Thursday midnight release used to be the special thing, and uh-huh. then. People were like, well, I'm an adult. I have kids. I can't do this. I need to go when I get off of work. And they were like, okay, as long as you're paying, you know. <laughs> uh, so I don't yeah. want to sidetrack us too much, but do you remember the first movie you saw at like a Thursday night? Uh, no. I mean, okay. I, I'm just I trying know to track what, how far back that trend goes. I know I really started going to movies when I was in college whether it was with people or by myself uh and yeah like for like the big marvel stuff we always did the midnight one Mm -hmm. that was just it that was the cool thing to do and now it's like well now i can go at like seven yeah i think (laughs) the first time i might have done that might have done that might have been winter soldier okay cool this has been happening for a couple years yeah anyway continue Uh, so yeah Opening. Speaking of opening weekend, I'm going to try something. Here. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> oh. Yeah.
Oh, oh. Mm. You know what? Our individual theater wasn't super packed, but this is a big megaplex. So they had showings like every like 20 minutes. So I imagine the other showings might have been just as crowded. Okay. And it was the most crowded I had ever seen the ladies room at that place. This is a <laughs> big megaplex. It's yeah. a big like, I don't know, 20 stall bathroom. All of them are full. Yeah. Normally so it, it's empty. What was interesting to me, and I, I know we still ha haven't really talked about the film exactly, <laughs> no. but the, part of going to the movies is the yeah. experience. Yeah. And I remember when we did, uh, I think it was, God, the very first episode of The Reactor Core. It was me and Paul, and we, mm -hmm. we, we did uh, our Black Panther review. I, I remember going into that, and I, I, I did the Thursday night showing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what time, but it was like like I was in the minority. It was overwhelmingly like African Americans and yeah. black people and Africans, and like not only that, but they had had on yes. like full on African garbs and stuff yeah, like my that. My theater had that too. Um, and I, I remember even going to see Wonder Woman. Like it was a lot of like mothers and their children and their Aww. daughters and and stuff like that. This one didn't have it as much. And huh. not that I, it, it was more of a mixed crowd. I, <clears throat> I, I did notice when I got there, there was uh, like a row, like two or three rows behind me uh, that had like a group of like six or seven g g g g g girls who were all all the all the there but that was like the big like hey there's a group of girls here the rest was just like whoever else you know oh, uh, i think our theater so that, had a that was a decent amount of kids that was an interesting thing to me it's like huh this like i i guess people are just used to and i mean not used to this stuff but like it's becoming more of just a common thing where like hey we're getting more movies where women are the main character they're the headlining thing yeah. you know <laughs> so I, I that's neat but at the same time was like oh i kind of expected more women to be there i don't know where's all the women at <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry okay the most important piece of representation for me was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This is part of the reason I love this movie. Okay. It just splashes Missouri across the screen <laughs> as the first thing you see. I'm a Missourian. We all applauded. I saw that movie two or three times in the theater. We all applauded every time. Yeah. So I was trying to think, like, yeah, I remember lots of women when I saw Wonder Woman. I remember... A large black audience when I saw Black Panther. I guess by default, there were a lot of Missourians when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> I mean, I didn't take a census or check license plates when I came in, but I, I assume so. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess speaking of clapping, RCR, my theater collapsed for the, the thank you stan. When that came yes. up, because they they did the the custom like uh, 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 opening, whereas instead of all of the 
Marvel superheroes. It was all pictures of Stan Lee, and then it said, thank you, Stan. And then we were all like, wow, thank you. Oh, so I, that was fant- fantastic. I heard from a coworker who hadn't seen it yet, but one of her friends mm-hmm. had told her about it, that the opening of the movie was very different than normal openings and that it was sad. Like it was like crying sad. It was and I was emotional. Think- Sure. And I was thinking, because I'm hearing this is from my coworker who's telling me, like, oh, I heard this thing about it from my friend. And I thought it, she was talking about, like, the opening of the actual narrative movie. Like, oh, I guess they're starting with some sort of interesting flashback to an emotional part of Carol's past. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, you were talking about literally the first thing you were seeing the after Marvel the film Studios theater. Lo- yeah, the logo animation. The theater logo <laughs> is this. And boy, that's true. It is new and different and very heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's for sure. Um so yeah, so let's let's I I I, I said we were already in the spoiler alert, but we haven't really spoiled nah. anything <laughs> this yet. This is your second warning. So how about that freaking ending, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so yeah, let's start talking a little bit about the movie what 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 were your thoughts like now that you've seen it what were your overall thoughts i liked it it wasn't quite what i was expecting which isn't a bad thing oh i just was expecting to start with carol and get to captain marvel and instead it starts with veers and then it goes back to carol and she's not really captain marvel Mm -hmm. until the very i don't know if anybody calls her captain marvel within the movie itself they don't really mention a yeah role. do they, they mention, mention her rank or they, i think they mentioned that, i think they mentioned that she is a captain and marvel was the name of her mentor mm-hmm. but i don't remember if there's the moment in the movie where she puts those together as her new name yeah cuz i i don't remember them saying that she was a captain but it could be that it, it could be one of those things that she maybe she had a lower rank and then because she died she they they promoted her or they mm-hmm. you know they thought that she, she yeah she died and so you get that like two rank promotion so now you're mm-hmm. a captain uh, who, <laughs> who knows if that's the the thing but i yeah i, I don't rem- remember them specifically saying she was a captain i could be absolutely wrong yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that um, part i didn't track but yeah so uh, apparently and i could be wrong about this too but from my understanding in the comics um they misunderstand marvel's name like someone on earth like like here's marvel and then just says what do you say captain marvel and that's how they got the name captain marvel and then eventually carol got the powers and she took up the mantle and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um and uh i guess first major big spoiler the kid in the movie monica i believe there's a portion of the comics where she takes up the mantle of captain oh i'm sure she does uh yeah monica rambeau um if i'm not has some she's big i i i don't we did an episode on on captain marvel volumes one and two we did an episode on those for the review show which is another one of our podcasts the whatnots.com for more info Mm -hmm. um 
And I like I had mentioned I had never really read anything Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, so I like there's a lot of this that I just I, 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 yeah, I, I, I just know. don't know. I kind of know the Marvel universe a little bit, but like her specific corner, I'm just yeah. like I, I don't know any of this. Um, but yeah, I I really liked it. I had a fun time. I think it's a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think I I. I often don't like giving numbers but i think if i had to give a number i would give it between a, like a 7.5 and an 8 at the most yeah, i think i'd be about there too yeah yeah, yeah it, it's good it's a real solid mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i Film. it was I really, funnier than i expected really i yeah. thought it was i think it's funny but i think it is less funny than other marvel movies not because it's, I mean, it's trying not, and failing it's just because it, be it tries less yeah yeah it is less comedic than the other ones are yeah like your ragnaroks or your homecomings yeah like i i i was expecting it to be more of like a big budget blockbuster action film, like what you would expect typically from that because Mm -hmm. i i remember kevin feige saying something like oh like this will establish her as the strongest superhero in the mcu stuff like that and so i Mm -hmm. i i feel like to be able to do that there had to be enough action enough to be like oh she's you know she's gonna absolutely come and fuck up some something mm-hmm. you know um and i felt like there there was a like it it, it was pr- pretty standard marvel formula rather than like here's a big b- budget action hero type of the does that make sense Kind of, yeah. I don't think it's quite Marvel standard in that it's a it's not a typical origin story for sure, well, right? Which it, is it's nice. Not, it, yeah, it, it's 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 not that. If 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 you go back and look at the other like Marvel MCU origin sto- stories, this plays out a lot differently. Like mm-hmm. it, it or, or not a not a lot differently, but it it just k- kind of twists some of those tropes on its head instead of getting that straightforward narrative we get told things in this kind of twisting revealing the secrets what happened in the past really Mm. is this what happened i don't know you know yeah i really like the mystery elements of it Mm -hmm. i don't think maybe winter soldier did but that's not something a lot of other mcu movies have been trying to do and i like that a lot yeah um so that was the big twist on that stuff but for the i i I guess what i meant by the marvel formula is like Mm -hmm. the same type of action the same type of comedy the same kind of pacing you know it Mm -hmm. it fits in very well with their their standard formula yeah um whereas like i'm trying to think of something uh more recently that might be a bigger like action I I don't go see very many movies besides these like MCU. Uh, yeah, that's so I'm just like, what else is there? That's kind of true for me too. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's fam- it's very familiar. It fits in with the rest of the MCU around it, but there's nothing about it that feels tired or overdone or oh, I've already seen them do this three times. Like, mm-hmm. I think it did that very well. Like, it yeah. stands on its own while still feels like it's part of the team. Like, Captain Marvel herself, out there in space, but still available when Nick Fury needs her help. Exactly. Um, 
So let's talk about the twist of this movie. Because we mentioned there is a lot of mystery to this film of who exactly yeah. Carol Danvers is or who she was. Um, I, I kind of knew from the trailers that it, it wouldn't start with her on Earth and it would be her mm. like figuring out her past and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, there was a twist that I didn't really see coming because they p- played on my like existing knowledge of the comics <laughs> oh and something happened I was like oh huh interesting mm-hmm. they're playing on who the bad guys are and stuff like that so the Kree and the scrolls uh, yes in the comics have all have been at war for a long long t- time mm-hmm. um they're just two inter galactic species that you know have been fighting each other and the kree uh as as we saw they're they're in in the comics they're more of this hive mind thing we we got to see the supreme intellect i believe is what it was called um and that is like the central ai that can kind of communicate to Mm -hmm. all of them um and I, I, I think in the comics, they're not really bad guys. They might be yeah. pitted against, you know, some stuff every now and then. But I, from what I know, I don't really see much of them all that much. But it's the scrolls who are the bad gay guys. Yeah, that sounded familiar to me. Yeah. Um, there was an event in the comics called Secret Invasion in which uh, we find out that the scrolls have been invading Earth for the past 10 years, and they've been uh, re- replacing a lot of the characters that you know and lo- 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 love, and eventually it comes out that, like, oh, this p- p- person was a scroll all along, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So I, I know as, like... Avengers Infinity War came out and stuff like that. We were like, what's going to happen? Wait, are they all dead? Is one of them a scroll? Are, like, <laughs> did we actually k- kill all of the he- heroes? Who knows? You, you know? Um, and, but, but this, this whole thing was just like, you don't know who to trust. Like, there's this scary thing of these aliens invading the planet. And we got some of that. But then we learn the truth about what's really actually happening there, and that uh, the original c- c- Captain Marvel had basically defected mm-hmm. uh, and was yeah. trying to help the scrolls because they were refugees, and it was the the uh, my mind just went blank. Yeah, the, like that creed hive mind. Yeah, the thing. The, Kree, that's what that's the word I was thinking mm-hmm. of. My mind just went blank. They they were the ones who were being too aggressive in this war and were destroying the home planets and stuff like that. Um and so it's this twist of like, hey, we we just want to be left alone. Like we, yeah. we don't want to do all of this stuff. We just want to end the war, have a home, and be done with it. Um and I, I thought that was a fantastic twist. Like the the bad guy you think it is ends up, or I mean, yeah, like the 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 bad guy you think they're setting up is not really the bad guy. Yeah. Guy. Um. Though 
I did also think that something was going to happen with, uh, what was the dude's name? The guy that ended up being the bad guy. It was, oh, I uh, don't know. Versus <laughs> trainer. I, Captain Marvel's trainer. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. So my thing with him <clears throat> is I spent the whole movie like, is this just the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy again? I did again? the same fucking thing. Yeah, so because... I, I, and I think I mentioned it on uh, a podcast. I don't remember if it was the review show or the ca- ca- Captain's Log, but a couple weeks ago, I was like, well, yeah, it must have been on our, our episode of the review show for Pushing Daisies because I know Lee Pace yes. uh, is, is one of them. And I was like, oh, wait, Lee Pace is in this movie. That means Ronan the Accuser is in this movie. Uh, and then they they, they showed um, – which, which one is which? That's what I need to figure okay. out. No, what I was thinking of is I was thinking that her trainer the was that um, was Peter Serafinowicz, the guy in Guardians of the Galaxy who's like John C. Riley's second hand and is like, what a bunch of a-holes. Okay. That guy. I thought he was that guy. And I'm watching the movie like – do I just not remember what Peter Serafinowicz looks and sounds like very well? Yeah. He doesn't quite look and sound like him, but there's no way there's another British guy in the space adventure. I thought they wouldn't do that again. This has got to be the same guy, and my memory's just wrong. And I did think for a second, he doesn't sound like him. Who sounds like this? Is this Jude Law? I don't know. Because the last couple of things I've seen Jude Law, it, Jude Law in, he's had a beard. I haven't seen him clean shaven in a while. So I also forgot his face and his voice, kind of. I was like, who, who is this? Did you, did... Yon Rog. Okay. And I'm watching it like... at least lee pace has those eyebrows Like, oh, it must have been that this is Lee Pace before he beca- became Ronin, and, or, uh, yeah, or, uh, this is R- R- Ronin before he became Ronin the Accuser, and somewhere along the line, something happens, and that he betrays them, or something, yeah. and that's that's gonna be the big twist that's going to be the bad guy of this movie and then we next see him you know in guardians and stuff like that so i thought that's what is what was going to happen especially because we also knew that this was going to be the one where we see um where we saw nick fury lose his eye and he has a line i think in winter soldier where he's like last time i trusted someone i lost an eye he trusted that cat. And yeah, it it turns out <laughs> to be a fucking cat. It, it, it turns out to I, be a flurkin. That um, one I did see coming, like the second I, we ev- see him together with the cat in the trailer, I'm yeah. like, that's it. Yeah. I've known that for months. That's how it's going to end up. 
Yeah, but so then, like, I, 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 I just didn't put two and two together that Jude Law was actually this guy. So I was all messed up, and I was oh, waiting yeah, for it. And see, I was just like, was what am trouble. I doing? You were expecting this to be a guard, like a Guardians character, twenty years earlier, which is also why I'm like, well, maybe he looks different because they made him younger. But no, it's a third different guy who also is British. Like. I was having trouble and I'm like, what if my mom tried to watch this? Like she can't keep all these guys apart. She probably just thinks everybody is vision. <laughs> She's room for one British guy at a time. Oh goodness. Yeah. It, I, I, I confuse the mess out of myself, but I g g got it figured out. You, once they were like, once, once the Jan Rog was like, tell Ronan that blah, blah. I was like, Oh wait, what? Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now I know they're two different people, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So that means that's not. Le oh, that's Jude Law. What was I thinking? God damn it! Anyways, yeah, I don't think I've seen Jude Law since Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows, and he looked real different back then. You take away yeah. the beard and the hat, I don't know who he is anymore. <laughs> we are idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I normally my face recognition is better than this, but oh, it, it's dipping. I gotta. I don't know how you practice face recognition. Maybe I'll just play some Guess Who or something like just, that. Yeah. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, like that was the twist I was expecting. But what, like, wh were you, what were you, I, I guess, expecting the bad guy? Like, were you expecting the scrolls to, to remain the bad guy? What, what, what uh, was going on in your mind? The main scroll guy, whose name I forget, but I did like Go him. To that IMDb. He, I started noticing like halfway through the film. Oh, he's too likable like beyond just like that kind of campy villain charm and you know a joke here and there like there's a little bit too much characterization to this guy so when it was revealed he was the good mm -hmm. guy all along i'm like oh yeah that tracks that makes sense his I name is it, coming, but it made sense Kalos to me or Kalos or something Kellogg's. like that um yeah yeah, because he, I mean, he, like, that was really, he was really funny. <laughs> I liked it a lot. He was just this, like, very, like, deadpan, like, uh, like passive, aggressive, just very sarcastic. Mm -hmm. And it just, it worked so well. And I was just like, this is, this is too good. I did enjoy him a lot. The one thing I didn't, the one thing that bugged me is that when that neighbor comes by Maria's house, and uh -huh. it's very obviously a scroll in disguise, he's like, well, you should always be nice to your neighbors. You never know when you might need to borrow a cup of sugar. Yeah. And later, like, Maria's yelling at him, and she's like, I'm going to put my boot where the sun don't shine. And he's like, am I supposed to guess where that is? Yeah. Like, it bugged me <laughs> that he knew one colloquial Earth phrase and not the other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe it was the back of his knee. <laughs> It's true. Maybe he likes to wear turtlenecks that, and it's his neck. Also, you know? It's also a debilitating kick. These are all damaging. Who knows? Um But yeah, he ended up being really likable. There was something I saw online today mm -hmm. that uh I didn't catch. Uh but what I oh God, I'm not gonna know this. So someone is gonna yell at me 
because they know exactly what movie I'm talking about. One of Samuel L. Jackson's movies, uh, there's a scene where he has like a fast food cup and he's sipping on the fast food cup. The cup that he's sipping on is the same design that the scroll oh, is sipping on in huh. that scene. Um, huh. Yeah, and, and it's one of his movies. Oh, is it? it well, in Pulp Fiction, he's eating McDonald's, it, and it was the it McDonald's cup. I don't. I saw that I movie know. once. I don't remember. Could Who be knows? anything. I noticed that um, in all of Carol's like brief flashbacks to her time, uh, you know, in in the Air Force and coming up as a pilot, there's that guy who's teasing her in the bar and who's like, "You know why they call it a cockpit, don't you?" He looks exactly like Iceman from Top Gun. Like they didn't even try to hide it. They're like. He's just the Iceman character. Let's just give him the same hair. <laughs> and then the cat in the movie. I mean, it is uh, right around that time, right? Like, it, it would have been, like, 89. Because most oh, yeah, of the movie yeah, she takes disappears in 89. Yeah. place in 1995. And her <laughs> crash was six years before. So this it was is like... in the Top Gun shared universe. <laughs> so, yeah. Also... At, at the latest, it would have been 89. Yeah. Um, and the cat is also named Goose, yeah. which which is also a top. I like that they took out some of the Star Wars stuff and slid in Top Gun. I thought yeah. that was the, the a, a Star nice Star Wars swap. stuff from the comics yes. in the yeah, first like, two volumes from Kelly Sue DeConnick from 2014. Yeah, like in that, she uh, when we meet Captain Marvel in that, not when we meet her. So this is like in we're joining her in media res. This isn't her origin story, that that graphic novel. But she already has the cat, and the cat's name is Chewy. Yeah, uh, they make oh. a Star Wars j- 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 joke, and the ship has an AI named Harrison. Yep. Uh, which which I, I, I didn't catch. Uh, yep. But you were like, well, probably Harrison Ford? But <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Um, let's go with... Let's let's go with Captain Marvel as a character. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- just. What? Wh- yeah. Wh- I mean, like, what do you think of her? Because, like, I the the moment that really sold, like, I I I guess the moments that really sold her for me was very early on, uh, when she's escaping from the scrolls that had captured her she's fighting all of those people Mm -hmm. and there's one of the big ones that they're 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 like the last two left and they they both look at at each uh, 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 other and he screams is like "Ah!" and then starts to to run and she does the same thing and she's just like "Ah!" it starts to run (laughs) after him and it's great i'm like yes she is amazing uh, and then later on, when there's the douchebag on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. um, and he g- g- goes in to do all that stuff, and then she just steals his motorcycle and steals the the stuff off the mannequin that's r- 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 right there, and it's a nine inch n- 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 nails shirt and a leather j- jacket and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, good. Yeah, she has style. <laughs> I liked her, and I liked how she became like more vivid like she had more personality as the movie went on and as Mm -hmm. she got these memories like 
she really changes from beginning to end, not in just like, well, I gained skills. I learned things about myself. Like, she's really learning things about herself she's and her personality. Herself. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, I like that she wasn't super like wise. Like, the person she is at the beginning is not, okay, Veers is not Carol. Like, there's a lot of parts of Carol that are missing from Veers. And I like that it wasn't, that she wasn't the same all the way through and all she gained was, like, memories. Like, oh, I remembered M Maria again. Monica, she's like, when she when she gets the memories back, it's like she becomes, uh, like, a better friend, like, a better caretaker. Like, her mm -hmm. personality adapts or, like, rises back up again once she gets the memories i like that it wasn't just a gaining of yeah. oh now i remember that thing it's there's like, the, like oh like there's parts of my soul that are being unlocked again there's this whole sub story um and it, it it's also kind of a comment on some previous uh marvel stuff uh but just the, the, the idea that uh what's his name yon rog uh is trying to train her as a warrior right yeah and in a lot of fiction warriors or fighters or soldiers they try and start away yeah all of this emotion and like you need to be you need to have a handle on your emotions because you can't let that distract you from your goal from your mission from your fight whatever you need to do and in a ways that makes sense right like it, if if you have distractions then you won't be focused but there's also this narrative uh, that that we've we've gotten something similar uh, uh, from Black Widow, where that's yeah. what she already went through, and then it's in uh, what Avengers Two, where she makes yes. the comment that she that 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 she thinks she's already a monster because uh, that not only did they like have her get a handle on her emotions, but they basically sterilized her. Mm -hmm. Um. And and so so she 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 makes this comment where she thinks she's a monster, uh, and it appears that they're trying to do the same type of thing to yeah. Vers, and then by the end of the film, um, it's it's it, like she she goes through this thing of when when she gets angry, that's when she uses her powers. But by the end of the film, she has this revelation of like, hey, I don't necessarily like I don't I don't have anything to prove to yeah. me. I can use my powers whenever I want. I have fucking powers like I like this is me, you, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I, 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 I think having that realization and that redemption where at the end she's just like, I have nothing to prove mm -hmm. to, to you was fantastic. Um, yeah, and and not it's it's not it's not apologetic, but it, it like I said, it's kind of a comment on past things that hey, not all of strong female characters need to be this like emotionless soldier that can do, mm -hmm. do, do all the same stuff that guys can do. Like yeah. they can get angry if they they can be emotional if they want to be, you know. Mm hmm. Yeah, who, I think, who, who and I like, and I like that there was a lot of. You know, we see like in the flashes from her past, like her proving herself as a girl to boys. And I like that her relationship with Yon Rog, it's not that she's still she's proving herself <laughs> as a uh, as a student to a mentor. And like 
the man and woman thing is out of that equation, actually. Like, that's not part of it. It's the same problem, but just, oh, the setting is completely different. And I like that. I like that it continued on the theme without it being the same thing again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that um, since you mentioned Black Widow, her attitude about herself is not like, oh, I'm missing this you know, the biological human part of me. I'm a monster. She's like, I let all of that happen to me. Yeah. Like, I just agree. Like, I yeah. agree. I went along with everything. And Carol's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to blast you in a rock. Goodbye. That's that's how I saw it when it happened. And so that whole thing of just like everyone being mad at Joss Whedon was like, I can understand it to an extent. Like, this is just yet another character that, you know, but I I felt like a lot of people misunderstood that. And yes, it it, it is what you said. It's it's not that uh, Joss Whedon wanted her to be a monster or that he thought that women who did this are monsters. It was like, Mm -hmm. no, that character chose that. She let it happen. And that's why she thinks it's a... Yeah, like, it's her regret about yeah. it like yeah. not oh i'm like she doesn't wish she had kids but she just wishes like the option was back with her she's like oh you know can i go back in time and like tell 15 year old me to make a different choice yeah um and 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 so yeah like it's this thing of now, now black widow uh st- st- you know still has a lot of the same training and still uses mm-hmm. that you, you know uh, but she is she is more open to change and yeah being stuff like and hopefully because i know there's a movie in the works for her as well too so hopefully mm-hmm. that's fantastic yeah um we don't know much about that that one yet or what is happening with that i think they announced a director or something i don't Ooh. remember what though i don't remember um but yeah, like there, there, there's a big difference where Carol is is kind of she she has the opportunity to rediscover herself and who she actually is, and I I think that's kind of helping her become someone new. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Uh huh. Um, in the comics, uh, there was a in 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 the comics that we read. Uh, which was oh now see look I realized I made a mistake in the YouTube video thing. Whenever I go to my solo thing, it still has the episode uh, info from the review show. So in <laughs> these c- comics uh, yeah. that I'm pointing yeah. to down here, which is Captain Marvel volumes one through two uh, from around 2014 by Kelly Sue DeConnick, there's a line in there where Captain Marvel c- kind of compares herself to uh, Iron Man and Captain America, where she says she is not the like billionaire playboy genius that Tony Stark is, and she's not really the like diplomat that mm-hmm. uh, that ca- that Captain America is and i i think this movie really does a good job of starting to set that up yeah um i i I, not that i want carol to be dragged through the mud Mm -hmm. but i still feel like she's real shiny and new if that makes 
sense. I still feel like she has this optimism about her that uh-huh. we didn't see in the comics per se. Okay, okay, yeah. And yeah, like like we have all the emotional weight and baggage of the MCU movies where we saw Thanos come and kill a whole bunch of characters that we know and love. Mm-hmm. And Carol's now been set up as this strong character, but we haven't seen her it like we we are like we we know she's gonna come and help somehow and do something maybe solve it maybe kill thanos i don't know what we know she's about to come fuck some shit up um but like i i i I still don't feel like it fits in yet there's there's still space for her to have another adventure to have some more hardship to grow more which maybe captain marvel Two will explore that yeah. and will fill the gap between like what she did between this and when she got called down to Earth. Yeah, again, because that would be neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like p- putting her into where Avengers uh, Endgame will be. There's this like weird optimism that I don't know if I'm ready for yet. Hmm. Which is a str- which is I, I feel like strange <laughs> of me me to say because that's kind of what superheroes are about like hey no matter what we can still win hurrah you know excelsior Um, (laughs) but there's just this emotional weight after avengers infinity war and we're just like fuck what's gonna happen yeah like you don't want the like you don't want the triumph to come that easily right i get that i think what carol brings to the team you're talking about how she's she's not as smart as Tony. She's not as diplomatic as Steve. What she has is she stands up for herself more than mm-hmm. anybody else. Like, okay, so I'm watching the movie and I'm watching Nick Fury type out, like, the protector initiative. And then Coulson <laughs> comes in and I was expecting him to, like, like, oh, what you working on, sir? Protective? Yeah, that's kind of a, protector is kind of a weak word. Try, like. Avenger. I was expecting him to come up with it. But I like that he that Fury looks at Carol's plane and there's her like top gun nickname on the side of the plane, which is Avenger. I, I'm I'm gonna say I felt like that was the one like cheesy. It is a moment. little I was corny, like, all right, I, like... I, I see what they're doing, but But the thing about Carol is okay, the Avengers, as we have known them, they are there to like protect Earth. Right. They're all about everybody else. Carol's about herself. She spent the whole movie event. Well, she helps everybody else, but you know, it's like she helps, you know, the memory of Marvel and you know, the, um, and the scroll and everybody, but she's ultimately avenging herself. And every time she's ever been put down and teased and underestimated, she's like, no, I am far better than any of you ever dreamed of. And the Avengers, like, I watched Infinity War again recently and Vision's like, I'm I'm just going to give up. They can just take the stone out of my head. And Cap's like, we're not trading lives. And they're all watching out for each other's backs. And I think Carol could bring this element of you're a team that's, that's great. Yeah. Watch out for yourselves. Like, stop protecting Earth. Like, well, stand up to the villains. Like, do we like, do next? No. Do we sign the accords? I'm ready yeah. to give up. We don't trade lives. She's like, yeah. all right, well, I'm just going to go punch the dude. Uh, yeah yeah like she has this incredible like 
self-determination yeah. that nobody else quite has. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the one thing I will say this in the end credit or like, I, I guess the mid credit scene, which is when we do see the next little like oh, teaser yeah. for what's happening next after uh, Avengers infinity war. Um, it's the remaining Avengers and they have the pager that Nick Fury had somewhere mm-hmm. along the way. They found it they found where nick fury died and they picked up his pager uh which is i guess on the other side of the world so this has to be at least a couple days oh yeah they were in in wakanda and he died i think in dc oh yeah that makes sense mistaken so yeah they're like halfway around the world but somehow they they pick up his pager they know it's important um and they're like keeping it going so it won't run out of battery it eventually the signal stops they're like what the fuck that's not supposed to happen we need to like restart the thing now uh and that's when carol shows up mm-hmm. and that's the first time we see her in like modern day times and she does look a little roughed up like she, yeah. she looks she, she looks like she's gone th- Peru some stuff which is it might be a long travel which is what i'm hoping for and yeah i'm I'm sure she she doesn't have the like (laughs) dragon ball z instant transmission thing Um, just crawling her way around yeah but like that's kind of what i'm hoping for where she is just like where's where you know she she has her one line where's fairy but she says it in this way like this is important like Let's not fuck this up. Yeah. Like we, and and, and it, it was this like, whoa, okay, she's about to, <laughs> she's about to hit something hard, uh, which is what I'm, I'm hoping for. And I'm hoping we get to see that more of, like I said, in Captain Marvel 2, there's like how she gets there. Because I, 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 I guess what I'm tr- trying to say is I'm worried that people will see a difference between her in this film and what they see in uh avengers end game if that makes Uh sense yeah maybe that's just me maybe i'm worrying for nothing but (laughs) who knows i want to talk about maria and monica because that might have been my favorite plot thread in this entire movie yeah Yeah, go 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 for it I, i just love that they were this very domestic grounded part of carol's life amid all of this space adventure and mystery and intrigue and dark secrets they're just like carol's nice friends that will back her up when she's in trouble and she'll do the same for them and it's a very well i guess you could kind of compare it to like cap and bucky and that it's like a capital f friendship like an almost Mm -hmm. big bombastic romantic friendship kind of yeah i like that there was a friendship that was elevated to that high of a level again that's always fun to see like to have a friendship given the same weight as like a a romantic relationship or a or a blood family relationship it's it's not a romantic one it is well i mean they, sure who knows but I, 
They're, okay, when they say goodbye to each other, the camera lingers on both of their faces looking at each other for like a couple seconds too long. Just it's not, gals being pals. It's you not know? <laughs> really saying something, but it could be saying something. I don't know. We're going to have to Who see knows? how that plays out. Um, I actually don't know if they've mentioned much about Carol's sexuality in the comics. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways... Yeah, like I, I, I thought their relationship was fantastic, um, and it was a neat. I, I guess having read those first two volumes of the comics, like we did in the review show, um, it, it, we, we, we see someone else have that uh, lieutenant trouble nickname. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like it was a good way for them to kind of truncate things and just like mm-hmm. mesh everything into one it's like okay what if monica is that kid and this what like her mom, mom monica's mom is their best friend and they were the ones that were the co-pilots uh because i thought I, I, again this is just me not paying attention to who got ca- ca- cast as who i thought monica was the mother from the the the, the pilot her f- Paran, the one we're t- mm. talking about, like I, I thought that was Monica, and then when I, when they, they said the kid's name, and that was Monica, I was like, oh, okay, I yeah, that. that's I like, really neat. I um, like that. I, which is an interesting thing. So maybe a little bit of a tangent here. That's okay. I'm wondering what they're gonna do past ends game they haven't announced anything yet um except for maybe some sequels and yeah stuff like that but they haven't really announced overall what they're doing with the mcu but there's precedence for bucky to become captain america there's There's sam precedence yeah for sam wilson to become Mm -hmm. captain america there's precedence um for just like a characters we haven't even met yet to become captain uh spider-man is young enough where he can be in you, you know he can be in the movies for the next 10 years yeah right what happens when monica is older yep. um we also know that cassie lang yes in the ant-man <laughs> movies she becomes a superhero down the road so like i'm wondering if they're kind of like like very very slowly teasing us like maybe they'll do a thing it's like hey here's these characters now when they're older right mm-hmm. so it it might still be uh tom holland as peter parker but then we see a different actress or cassie lang who's like the ant-man giant man version I, I forget what her powers were then we see monica rambo when she's older maybe we see miss marvel uh instead of captain marvel uh and you know stuff like that like i, I would love that stuff um, yeah, I'm, I'm, not... I'm hoping down down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even really know the comics very well, but oh, I think that okay, it goes back to um, Infinity War when Tony is telling Pepper about that dream he had where they're gonna have a kid. Yep. He's like, we named the kid after that weird uncle you have. What was his name? And Pepper says Morgan, and I'm like, Morgan Stark is too 
well-crafted of a name to just be a throwaway thing or like, uh, he makes this joke and well, it's my uncle's name. I'm going to write it into the script. Like that seems like a setup for something. I don't know anyone by the name of M- Morgan Stark. However, I'm make one up there. And I, it's, it, it, this is one of those weird things where I don't know. I don't think they would do it. Um, but there's already a character named Riri Williams, mm-hmm. who is a young girl uh, who basically makes her own Iron Man suit and <laughs> becomes a character named Iron Heart. Mm-hmm. And I can see them putting in her down the road, but I also don't want them to just do like, oh, here's the next version of Iron Man. Here's the next version of this, you know. Um, but... I, I, I don't think they would do that where it's like, here's Morgan Stark, which is a it's a name that can, you know, be both for male or female. Yeah. Uh, and it like I, 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 I think that'd be too weird of them to just make up their own character when you have Riri Williams right there and for them to be like, hey, it's just Riri, but she's white oh. now. Why did you do that? You well, know. maybe they don't need another Tony. Maybe they need another Pepper. Okay, so this new batch of Avengers. Older Spider-Man, old Pete is their leader. You've got Cassie. You've got Monica. Maybe that kid from Miles, Iron Man 3 give me comes Miles, back. Give me Miles. Give oh, me Miles, Miles please. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and then we, we, we know we'll get the X-Men at one point. Oh, what yes. if we get, like, young uh, Jean Grey and all the X-Men and stuff like that? That'd be cool. Young and then Scott maybe. Summers. Maybe Morgan is, like, not the Tony, but the Pepper. Just, like, the logistically-minded one, like, the organized one. Like, I'm not out He's there in the field, the but I... am in the chair. Yeah, but I'm Ned not out there say. in the field, but I am keeping everything running from, like, an in-the-office perspective. Even, yeah. like, in the treehouse, if they're, you know, kids. And, like, <laughs> maybe she's, like, AI in or something and she is the like yeah. uh what J- J- harvest was to tony stark Who yeah knows? oh like there's now, now versions... we're just speculating on, on stuff <laughs> oh, i'm just saying that yeah there can be new versions of heroes but let's not forget the importance of the non-hero characters and how their traits should continue into the future yeah you know, yeah. everybody who just stays sitting quietly in a chair is also important. So one last thing I kind of want to talk about is Captain Marvel's powers, mm-hmm. where she gets her powers from. So in from what I understand in the comics, it's something about like she has Kree blood in her. And that's yeah. how she got these alien powers uh in fact in the agents of shield show uh that's kind of how phil colson is still alive he gets cree blood put into him and Whoa. stuff like that um yeah uh and <laughs> i'm gonna need you to walk like me that. through that you don't have to do it now but i do want to because i haven't seen any agents long of story SHIELD. long story short the agents of shield tv show takes place after the first avengers movie where yes in which phil colson dies but here's this show he wakes up and everything's normal and whenever he's asked about it there's he keeps saying that he was in tahiti and that tahiti is a magical 
place. And down the road, they find out that he's been through all of these experiments and stuff like that, and he has Cree blood in him now, and that's kind of what helped him uh, survive and stuff like that. It, it's well, something along those lines there. Uh, okay. So technically... He's still running around the Marvel yeah. Universe if you count the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. T TV show as canon. I want him back on the big screen. I want him to show up in, in Endgame very much, even it, if just briefly. It would be sweet. Um, but yeah, so so in, in this movie, though, she gets her powers from, uh, I guess, this like energy core thing. Um that's in in this ship that is supposedly a prototype for uh what they say faster than light yeah travel ftl speed so you know what maybe she can travel at faster than light speeds and that's why when she shows up there she's just like boom where's fury <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't like i so i'm bringing all of this up because i heard something on my way out of the theater two people were talking and theorizing mm -hmm. i heard it and i i, I rewatched all of the marvel movies over the holiday break with my parents but not enough to pay attention to the details that would help me prove yeah. or disprove this specific theory yeah um they were wondering if there's two tesseracts cuz we we see the tesseract uh in Captain America that's what Red Skull is using to power all of his stuff uh it's on the ship that Captain America crashes into the ocean eventually they find it Nick Fury picks it up again, right? Once once they find Cap, that's when Nick Fury picks it up. But then doesn't Loki get it? Yeah, because he takes like the... over Dr. whatever his name is. Oh, he taught Dr. Selvig. Yeah, yeah that's Dr. like the Selvig. very beginning of Avengers. I completely forgot... I remembered, like, Loki having the Tesseract and getting it from S.H.I.E.L.D. I completely forgot that Red Skull had it originally. Yeah, and I, I just, I, huh. I lost track of it somewhere, and I feel like I was confu confused because when I was telling my parents to pay attention to what all these stones are and stuff like that, or just like, hey, be on the lookout for st stuff that could potentially be very powerful, um, <laughs> they, I, I feel like at, I, I feel like I remember at some point I lost track of the tesseract, and I thought it was the one in Loki's staff. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out it was I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. And so I'm wondering if there is a second Tesseract. I, I could be completely wrong here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ways that it is possible for. Because that's Cause, kind cause of. Because like in like 89, it should be in the ice. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Oh. <sighs> You're right. Yeah, they didn't find Captain America until like 2000, what, like 13 ish. Uh, well, Avengers came out in 2012. 
So yeah, 11 or 12 maybe is when they dug them out. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, so I mean, that begs the question is... Uh, yeah, is is there more than one tesseract? Was the stone even in the t- was the was yeah. that stone in the tesseract or not? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Now, you guys can leave a comment or something on the YouTube. Dang, I wasn't even. I was spending video. so much but, of my mental energy it, trying to connect this and the first guardians it that seems I didn't like, even think about that. It, it seems like Carol got her powers from some kind of version of the tesseract yeah and that's now it's like she has the she she has she basically is a living tesseract is kind of what i understood because then Mm -hmm. there was the whole thing of like the lunchbox and they acted like it was in the lunchbox and that's what people were after because that's the thing that powers the ship or stuff like that and all that stuff but she also had her powers i don't know i'm confusing myself uh but that's something that i'm gonna have to research and check out uh speaking of the lunchbox also on marvell's desk were some troll dolls yeah. Which is one of the few keepsakes that Peter Quill gets to take with him yep. from Earth. And when Yondu is trying to get, I forget which Infinity Stone that is, and he thinks he's got it. He the thinks like, oh, I got it back from Quill. And he opens it up and like Quill just gave him a troll doll. And he's like, he smiles at it like, I'm proud of you, boy, for tricking me. Also, I'm not dissatisfied with this troll doll. I like this little guy. Going to put him up on my dashboard. Yeah. So I love that troll dolls are this like universal constant that will all you always bring you back to earth it stinks that <laughs> yondu's no longer alive because <sighs> then like that would have been a great scene where somehow carol had one in her ship and yondu is like we don't know if we can trust you and then and, and then like they're walking in the ship and he sees one he's like oh my god there's another one i, I want it <laughs> Gets this for me. <laughs> He's like, I know I you're good peoples. <laughs> yeah, because you have one of these things. You must be good peoples. <laughs> I believe it absolutely. The, and it's entirely possible that maybe Captain Marvel and anybody in the Guardians verse have run into each other, and like, it just hasn't come up before. Like maybe she walks in and like Rocket's there, and he's like. Well, they're all dead, so we won't know. Rocket's there. (laughs) Rocket's Rocket's there, there. yeah. Nebula's there. Guardian's adjacent. Maybe one of them's like, we were like on Contraxia at the same time. Even just like, I I think I've seen you around. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows how big space is? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I really, really, really liked this. Yeah, so I, this was I, fun. I, I think it was a good, good Marvel film. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Go, go check it out. Go watch it if you haven't. If you listened to this whole thing and you still haven't seen it yet, what is wrong with Joe? One final Joe. quick question for you. Yes. What 90s song would you have liked to have seen in the movie that was not there? Oh man! If you could drop in any '90s song of your choice, um, more boy bands. Like it, <laughs> it, 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 it was all like, it was all like '80s rock. 
and like 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 eighties rock and then like early nineties grunge is what it was. So yeah, it was like Nine Inch Nails and Nirvana and Jewel or whoever. I don't I don't know. Jewel is like a soft, gentle folk singer from the wilds of Alaska. I I don't know all of these characters and their <laughs> discographies. Is Jewel an X Men or Avengers? I don't know where in Marvel Comics she's from. <laughs> I it's not the kind of music I listen to. Okay. <laughs> I it was no it was no doubts just a girl that was playing during that fight scene, which I yeah. liked. But no my doubt money fits in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, my money was on shania twain's man i feel like a woman yeah that 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 would have been a good one <laughs> um but i i yeah i i feel like some kind of boy band yeah something like very very early when, when did in sync and backstreet boys was that in the 2000s they were it? late 90s what we okay. could have gotten i think was like New Kids on the Block or Menudo. Okay. Hanson. We should have got some Hanson. Mm-bop. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that would have been good. Who knows? <laughs> now that's what I call one. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call m- music one. Didn't we figure out they were on like... 200 something now <laughs> something oh. something like that no, we, no, no, no america is on 69 80. this started earlier in europe okay. so like england is on 136 or something okay. like that something like that anyways yeah i i that is strange because i noticed the music it was good music but it was also stuff that was like okay i i get the joke this is all stuff like uh like it, it they all had lines in the song song that almost narrated what was happening in 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 the film and I thought that was a, a little heavy-handed but I I liked it at the same time. Yeah, like time. I think Nirvana's Come As You Are was a really apt choice for yeah. that scene. Yeah. That one was k- kind of funny. <laughs> um cuz like that was the whole deal with their like hive mind thing is like you appear as you as you think you are like so you come as you are you know Mm -hmm. Uh, as you want me to be um but yeah like it i i thought it was good i thought it i I don't know maybe i expected it to be a little more not not upbeat i don't not but like a little bit right word a little bit more like a little more punchy yeah a little bit more popcorny sort of i don't know if not popcorny is the thing just like more hardcore like i felt like the songs were fairly tame and mellow for what it was does that make sense or am i just being stupid i don't know if i entirely get what you're talking about Maybe I wanted something more like more punk rock than like okay grunge, just more attitude. Whereas okay, grunge often it like it it can have those moments, but often has this real like mellow, laid back, 
kind of smoky. Okay. Yeah, vibe. yeah. Okay, you wanted something more like Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. That would that that would have worked. <laughs> but I, yeah, I I feel like that would fit more with Guardians, but something like Sabotage from the Beastie Boys might well, have worked. Well, I think the Star Trek movies used all of these. The new Every, Star Trek. Everything new- uses sabotage <laughs> from the Beastie Boys. Like literally I everything. I don't know if they could use it better than Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> That's pretty much the highlight of the film. Yeah. So. Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> Captain Marvel was fantastic. It go, was a very good go time. check Enjoy it out. It. Enjoy it with your best friend, who may or may not also fly a plane with you. I, I if still not, go. Go learn the two of you together. Thing, Last thing that I will say is that I still really want to see the scrolls in some kind of villainous role down the road. Rogue scrolls. I mean, yeah, but just like, yeah, just have one of these scrolls be the big bad. Okay, it is a it is a fun thing to play with, like the face switching. I would I wouldn't mind seeing more of it as a threat. Yeah, exactly. And then like one who. Giggy gets in there and is in there for a long time, and we we don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. I'm excited to see what's next. What's the next Marvel movie that comes out? Is, is it uh is it Avengers Endgame or is it Spider Man? No, Spider Man's in the summer. Yeah, it's Endgame is like late uh, late April, and Spider Man sometime in July. And then I don't know. It might not be announced. Black Panther 2 is the next one that we know Okay, of. I know all, that one has been announced, but I didn't know if it was chronologically the next one. Yeah. Okay, so I guess the next one is Endgame. Yeah. Wow. <gasps> yeah, we don't. I'm so excited. Yeah, we don't have to wait very long. It's just like five or six weeks. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, well, I, I guess that about wraps us up for this like spoiler cast of captain marvel uh melissa where can these party animals find you on the interwebs you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t on instagram you can find a picture of my radical 90s look there you go Uh, and you can find me at yo kyle springer on both twitter and instagram uh, and if you guys want updates with any of our podcast, we are at the whatnots on Twitter. Um, let's see. Uh, what, I, we, we have release schedules for our uh, uh, other shows, but since we do this one sporadically, we don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a release show. I think I want to get this out as soon as possible. We're recording yes. this Monday night. I'm hoping to have this out Tuesday morning. That'll be my <gasps> wow, goal. I'm, I'm just going to do it immediately after this. Um, but yeah, go ch- check out our other podcasts. We have uh, the Review Show, which is a book club style show. We just covered some of the Captain Marvel comics. Um, we uh, we mentioned them a bunch of times on this show. Volumes 1 and 2 from Kelly Sue DeConnick from around 2014. Uh, and that's on the Review Show. Uh, we also have the Captain's Log, which is our weekly off-topic show. We just hang out and chat about whatever we want. Uh, if you like this or any of our other shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support our shows. Uh, and for just a single dollar, you can get most of the episodes that we do early, as well as some exclusive content mm. um, for uh, the exclusive 
Galusive stuff is at the $3 level, uh, and for those of you at the $5 level, we will give you a thank you on the podcast, just like Sam and Christine and Eric. Thank you guys so much. Uh, They all support us at that level and help us keep the lights on. But speaking of Patreon, one last thing I have to mention is that we are $1 short of reaching our first Patreon goal. That's literally pocket change. We just Mm -hmm. need one more person to sign up. So please come help us. That's as much as one blockbuster rental. Were you in Captain Marvel times? One red box. And there's no blockbuster to spend that dollar at now. So give it to us. Yeah. In blockbuster's memory. There you, there you go. In honor of block, b- Thank Buster, you, Blockbuster, give us a give us a dollar. <laughs> Page for patreon.com slash the whatnots. Uh, this has been episode six of the Reactor Core. I guess we will see you guys next time. Adios, guys. Bye. Bye.